0: Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome Welcome to to Los Angeles. Angeles. Welcome, Glamjolinos. We hope you stay a while. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month
1: to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I have a PSA. Glam's. Mm. It's an important one. Sarah Tan, Sarah Jessica Tan Christensen would never do this because she is a good beauty editor. Never under any circumstance remove your own Gel-X extensions at home. Oh my god, don't do it. Don't even think about doing it. The minute you think about it, think of Kirby in your head with her torn, oh no, thumbnail. Nail bed destroyed. I can't believe you did that. Oh my God, that's so painful. I know no, how that feels. It was literally the most painful thing I've ever experienced. And I was thinking I was doing it right, okay? I'm putting my fingers in acetone, yeah. the OPI purple stuff that I love. I'm sitting there and letting them soak. And I was going, I mean, I was really, really patient. patient. I yeah. want, Like over two or three hours, Ask Patrick. I'm sitting there watching House of the Dragon you know scraping off like you know the gooey bits from after they've been soaked yeah and then i'm trying but then you know like they keep those that gel x stuff yeah stays it stays <laughs> going and, anywhere and
0: honestly even though like that opi purple stuff like says it should work it's just not the same as whatever they're using in the salon plus no. i don't know about I, I it's been forever since i've gotten gel x but like you know they use the actual like tool nail tool like not just the like nail a simple file is extremely like important. the sand blaster to get it yeah, the drill yeah literally literally the drill, literally the drill. like the drill that's where I they, like, think the key that and then the like acetone that we can't buy off that you have to get from like yeah, Sally Beauty the professional <laughs> yeah. yes yeah yes and then also you can't do you it's just so hard to do on yourself
1: it's like impossible it oh I'm so sorry that's so painful and uh, my nails had grown out but like they're all broken again. I had to chop them all off. And now I'm wearing these glue-ons from Kiss. And then I put a undone lacquer top coat on them. Splatter top coat. They look great. Thank you. So they're like a French splatter moment. Love. Love. But yeah, I'm I'm actually my nails underneath are like in pain. Like they're throbbing. Oh my god. (laughs) You should just give them a break. Give Give a little vacay. Sarah, I can't bear to stare at them when they look this haggard. That happened to me during the
0: pandemic because I had to take my gels off by myself and, but it was like I wasn't going anywhere, so no one cared, but it was, yeah, it was gross. I'm sorry. It, it's
1: disgusting. Um, it's just so, hard for us
0: because we're like always at places having to like use our hands and.
1: Brittany Boyce, Nails of LA, is, <gasps> if she's listening to this, is probably like cursing the day I was I born. Know. Because she's been texting me being like, let me know when you want me to come over and I will do your nails. And now this is where I'm at. So, Britt, it's probably going to be a minute before we see each other again until my natural nails grow up. Well, out. if
0: anyone can fix it, it could be her. Also, shout out to Britt. Okay, we really have to have her on the pod. Yes. But so excited for her because her press-on nails are in Nordstrom. And so are the Sarah Tans. I know. It's so cool. I'm going to walk it's over there. The south uh, – well, you have to make sure it's at – the Grove, because the one that Brittany went to is it is the South Coast Plaza one, I think, the Costa Mesa uh-huh. one, the flagship. I'm just so happy, I yeah, and I'm I think I'm gonna be there next week, so I'm like cannot wait. It's like full circle because I was like my, that's where you worked. No, I didn't work there, but like I worked at Mission Viejo Mall, which was like the cute like close by mall. But if you wanted to like drop some dollars, you went to like you drove a little bit further to South Coast. So. I've never been to South Coast Plaza. Oh my god, Kirby. <laughs> it is it is an experience. The Mecca. It's like every designer store you could ever dream of is there. There's like the Chanel, Louis Vuitton, like all of that. And then it's like I mean, you're just going down the freeway. You don't have to like fly to Paris. I mean, you know, tax Oh wait, are you
1: going? Are you going for the Chanel thing? I, yes you are are you well they invited me but I'm like there's no way I'm making it down there on a oh afternoon during the well week. you know I'll like, do let's whatever be
0: whatever they want me to do um, but I yeah. they were kind enough I asked
1: for car and they said they'll send me one. Wow. see I respect you for taking car service I want to drive no matter what because I will actually bark. Oh, yeah. I get so car sick my car sickness has gotten so much worse as I've gotten older, I feel like this is a common theme for a lot of millennials. No, it is. It's bad. Mine is I. Mine has definitely gotten worse.
0: It's not to the point where I'm not gonna. I'm gonna say no to car service, but it's bad.
1: I used to think that car service was like the epitome of luxury. Like I think I tweeted like eight years ago. Like when I get rich, I'm just gonna have a driver to take me everywhere. And now I'm like, nobody get near me. I just need to drive my own car. The end. Girl, yeah. Oh my gosh. When
0: I was at Disneyland, riding. Dumbo with Zoe. Matt and I were both like didn't remember this ride making me dizzy. <laughs> like, wow. I like almost needed to puke after.
1: Your Disneyland experience is so different from my Disneyland experience because I don't even think I've ever ridden the Dumbo ride. I mean, there's no need to unless you have a child. <laughs> True. Facts.
0: <laughs> also, Facts I went on we went on Pinocchio and um Alice in Wonderland. Those
1: school those rides are so scary <laughs> no they're terrifying actually this is my this is like if I can get up on a pedestal and talk about it Disney the reason why I love it so much is because it's actually terror disguised as kids yeah. entertainment because everything has an element of terror when you're writing Indiana Jones that's fucking terrifying oh that's too scary Alice in Wonderland straight up this your comment reminded me of this someone asked me this weekend what movie scared you as a kid Alice in Wonderland, hands As down. it should have. As it should have. First of all, like, I was too young to understand that the man that wrote it was, like, on LSD or some shit. So, everyone's on drugs. The point of the ride, too. Matt's like, oh, we should definitely be on drugs writing this. No, totally. It's absolutely terrifying. They, they, like, the caterpillar is so blasé about everything, doesn't want to help her. Tweedledee and Tweedledum are terrifying. The Cheshire Cat, all you see was a smile. She's by herself running around. It's like a haunted, she's like in a haunted house by herself. It's a no for me, dog. She's on a bad trip that she can't
0: escape. It's terrifying. It is terrifying. Yeah, so that's why I was like, okay, next time. Was
1: Zoe like, yo, what are y'all doing I think me? she's
0: still too young to be too <laughs> scared. She did, she loved the teacups. Like, teacups was, like, her favorite. Um... And Small World, of course. But Small World's an incredible ride. Uh, but that I was is. like, we're going to start at California Adventure next time. Because that's where all the like new kid-friendly rides are. Like
1: the Little Mermaid and stuff. You know what I mean? The Little Mermaid's a great experience. Yes. If you, Little Mermaid was my favorite movie growing up. The Toy Story ride is fun. Okay. But it's different from the one over at Disneyland. Because it's like a game. Okay, okay, okay. So... So she might be too young because you have yeah. to like pull this lever the whole time. So maybe when she's older. But there's like a bunch of cute like flying rides over there. And as parents, you can like get a Michi Lada.
0: Right. It's like the California Adventure is like a whole different experience. Also great for adults. Auntie Kirby will join next time. Yes, is great. We'll just we just won't go on like a ninety degree day. It was <laughs> it was really really fun. She is getting into Little Mermaid actually. <gasps> oh, that's
1: good to know. Which is
0: interesting because. Yeah, we, we, you know, you gave her all those, like, little princesses for her birthday last mm-hmm. year. We tried, we've watched, like, Encanto, Moana. I played a little bit of Beauty and the Beast for her, and then we watched Little Mermaid, and she was like, this chick. Like, I, I'm into her.
1: Oh, my God. She's like, more mermaid. I'm like, okay, great. Oh, my, that's adorable. Okay, that's good to know, because her birthday's coming up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you got a two-year-old.
0: Oh, my gosh, crazy. Um, We're having, like... It's just like a kid's party because I'm like, "Mm, we don't need to have a big thing. Um, And I'm hiring a Elmo and Cookie Monster puppeteers. (gasps) Oh, my God. And they do the voices and everything. I'm so excited. If you want to come to that, you're invited. I'll just be
1: there. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's like, you have a kid? No. I'm just here for the interview. No. I mean, there's
0: exceptions. (laughs) I just don't want to make anyone have to drive all the way over here for a for a Kate's How do we top party. getting
1: her a car? I mean, now we have... To- I you mean, you can't. You really... No. She got a fleet of cars last year. So how is she going to get past this now? I don't really, know.
0: Really, it's... She's extremely spoiled. And please, you do not try to top it.
1: Okay. wife, what is on your face?
0: Okay. This is, like... A kind of a quick wife only because I just started using it. And I haven't been using it for probably more than a week. But I'm like already really into it. I don't know like what's happening. But I'm going to talk about a powder. It's probably Melissa Herkman's doing. And no, it's, it's 100% Melissa Herkman's doing. So after we interviewed her and she was telling me that I should. Or she's telling Kirby as well or any dry folks that they should be using a powder to touch up. I was like, oh, I just got the new Dior uh, powder foundation. It's the Dior Forever Natural Velvet Powder Foundation. And I was like, when I first got it, I was like, I just, I don't know, I even you know, know how to use this. And then after talking to Melissa, I was like, you know what? I'm going to use this to touch up and to just, you know, in my little T-zone area and I'm going to throw it in my purse. And I, it's been such a game changer. It's such a good, I mean... Again, I'm like new to powders. But for me personally, I, I've i really um, enjoyed using this product so far. It took two years for them to make. So it's part of their Forever Clean Matte and Skin Glow Foundations that launched earlier this year. Uh, but this is like now their their powder foundation that has now come out. It's really lightweight. So like that's like what I was looking for. But the way they describe it, 24-hour long where velvety lightweight that's heat and humidity proof i've been using just a little bit i'm not using it all over my face again just like where i need it
1: you're not using it as a foundation
0: no i am not using it as a foundation okay. i honestly would love if anyone who who has like bought this product and uses it as a foundation to call in and tell me how they like it i i would it would not be great for me as a foundation it, I, it just would be too dry mm-hmm. um but as a powder to as a touch-up, it's like perfect. It's so light. Um, I can't remember what color I am. I'm going to have to get back if anyone is curious. I'll, I'll go look for it. Um, it's got like, it's again, because of its clean formulation, 90% of it is made with like their floral hair ingredients. I don't know if anyone cares about that, but it. I think it just adds to the fact that it does feel really light, airy, and it comes in 16 different shades so really like if you know your Dior foundation shade you can really easily find your shade in
1: this um, foundation or this powder foundation is a chef's kiss I know I have it coming um so I'm eager to test that out as you know I love like literally anything from Dior Dior backstage is honestly one of the best launches of all time in my opinion those products kill it um and I think like At the beginning, pre-pandemic, January 2020, I talked about their new concealers that they had launched, and I was, like, using them as foundations. I freaking love all of the complexion products from Dior. They really just do it for me.
0: They really do. Um, It's expensive. It's $60, but you can refill it. I don't know how much the refillable component is, but obviously it's
1: probably less. (laughs) I feel like I naturally gravitate towards investing more in powders because they last so long mm-hmm. like it's like very very hard to get through powder like it takes a while as opposed to like a liquid product where you can see you're probably using more of it or maybe you're using like it more frequently um but I always end up it's like I feel like anytime I use my Le powder I it like I use that one all the time but it doesn't make a dent it just totally totally it's it's it keeps
0: giving yeah so. yeah There's – someone wrote a review on Sephora saying that they use this – they love using this in, like, the humidity. Like, they applied it at 7 a.m. and at 2 p.m. No oily, shine, chalky appearance or having to reapply. Great. So I guess it would
1: have been great for summer. All right. Let's get into some beauty news. This is the big one. This is the big news. So today it was announced that – Make Waves Mascara by Tower 28 will be launching exclusively on Sephora's app and Tower 28 Beauty on September the 6th. Now, you might be wondering, what's so important about this mascara? Make Waves. Like, why are we so hyped about it? Well, if you got invited to be in Los Angeles Confidential, that was the lab sample you got sent, fam. Surprise! And many of you guessed it. Many of you uh, saw the signs online. We have little sleuths in the Facebook group, which like warms my heart. They saw that Jamie makeup, Jamie Greenberg, she has a beauty bag. And for, for her September bag, it was three Tower 28 products and then a new launch that had like a question mark. And people were like, could this be? And then they saw Tower 28 teasing things. And they're like, I'm guessing that this is Tower 28. Many people guessed it. And we have some amazing reviews about the Glamjolino's experiences using Make Waves ahead of the launch. So a lot of the people who have been commenting have been using it for about two weeks at this point. I think we reached out around a month ago to see, you know, who was interested. Uh, the first 30 people that signed up were able to get it. And then Tower 28 partnered with us and we sent out a letter to all of the Glam's explaining how they should test the product. Sarah, should we walk through like what we kind of shared with people? I think this would be like an interesting...
0: So we basically wanted to give everyone the opportunity to like be like an editor for a day, like Kirby and me. This is like what we do. This is our process. This is how I would guess most beauty editors uh, test new products. So first, we asked you guys to read the directions and the claims provided. Because obviously every product is different and you want to know, you know, just because it's a mascara, this could be, you know, different. And so we wanted to make sure that you knew exactly how to use it, what this kind of mascara was going to help you achieve. Um, And then once you know, fully understand how to use it, then we advise you to use it as how you normally would. So (laughs) every time I think of testing mascara, I always think of you testing that one For 24 hours. (laughs) (laughs) it
1: was two-faced.
0: It was two-faced. It was (laughs) two-faced. Like, I'm like, use it as how you normally would. Don't sleep Hey, I was testing the claims. Yeah, no, you were. You were. Actually, you're right. You were testing the claims. Tower 28 did not make any of those claims, I don't don't believe. So hopefully no one slept in it. But yeah, you would just use it as you normally would, which I think all of the Gloss Angeles confidential uh, participants did. We asked you not to add anything to it. So, you know, uh, no primers, you know, no serums before, no curling of your lashes, just use the product as is. And we asked you to test the product for at least a week because as we have talked about many, many times on the podcast, first impressions seem great, but they're not. <laughs> you really have to use the product Every day for at least a week to really get the get a feel of whether or not you like it and see how it how it looks and lasts all day, um, how it wears, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
1: So we sent that out and then we followed up with everyone saying you should have received it by now. It came in like an undisclosed envelope. It was a black mini tube of mascara, so no formal packaging or anything like that, and. I want to read some of the reviews that we got on the Facebook thread. We also had a ton of people commenting and posting on Instagram, which was like the whole point of this. We wanted to give you guys an opportunity to test something like a lab sample, like us, but also be able to like share it and say that you were one of the first. So, Mallory Zook, this was a couple of days ago. She says, I'm loving it so far. I've gotten tons of compliments from my classmates. I'm an esthetician school. Go, Mallory one thing so far is it can be a bit flaky but not very smudgy very lengthening but you can build up the volume feels nice and not too stiff there were a few comments that said that they felt that it was flaky and i thought that was really interesting because my review of this mascara i did not experience any flaking or smudging another like pretty consistent review i've been seeing is that it was easy to remove with you know at the end of the night which I thought was funny because I actually find this mascara to be difficult to re- remove for me, and that is because it claims to you know be the lengthening, the volumizing, but also the curling element. And if you want the curling element, you have to have a little bit of stiffness to your mascara, uh-huh. right? It's almost like a waterproof. It, this is not waterproof, but you know what I'm saying, right? So I thought that was interesting to see how other people commented on it. Is that? Do you think that has to do with like?
0: some people's lashes are it's a good question or you know what i mean
1: i don't know or like it's not not their eyelashes but you know their eye well i don't because smudging would contribute to that you know what i mean not flaking not where it like falls on your so that's right not flaking you're right so maybe they're really dry <laughs> i don't know yeah i don't or know they live in
0: different climates
1: Maybe. Sarah Kozmac says, I love this mascara. It's definitely a high-end brand because it Ooh. performs like one. Ooh. The brush is slim and reaches every single lash. It's curved, and as I drop through the base to the tip of my lashes, it elongates and curls. I can go over my lashes a couple more times with the wand to build up volume and enhance darkness. It doesn't clump like other brands do, and I haven't had a problem with it smudging or flaking. It comes off easily with my gentle lash cleanser. I'm thinking it could be Dior. Okay, girl. Tower 28 is going to love that review. Yeah. Also, wow. Thank you for thinking that we, our first sample is a Dior sample. <laughs> Truly. We are so fancy. Kate Tracy also says it goes on smoothly with no clumps. Um, Sydney Johnson says that she she did a what she loves and what she doesn't. She said that What she didn't love was that it can sometimes flake after all-day wear. The brush head can get goopy or have excessive product when I start to use it, but this may be user error. She also guessed Tower 28, and she was correct. Libby says that um, she thinks her lashes are actually too straight for it, Mm. but that she loves how it washes off and that it just – the curl did not hold for her. But yeah, and then everyone else – there's so many amazing reviews in this thread. If you guys want to go get, you know, some actual – real unsponsored reviews from people. I personally love this. And I know how hard Amy Lou at Tower 28 has been working on this mascara. This has been a very, 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 very long time coming. I've tested, I think, like at least four different samples of what this mascara was going to be. And I think this is the best one. I, I love it. It's $20. It's going to be available. So affordable. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Especially for for like a Sephora mascara. Clean. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so here are the claims it's clean and safe for sensitive eyes. It's contact lens safe and ophthalmologist tested and approved. It's the blackest black in terms of shade. Um, It has two dual side bristles, a triple wand brush. It's 78% recycled plastic. Um, and it will be everywhere on September the 7th, which is like Sephora, Credo, Revolve, and Tower 28. Um, oh, and last thing, a, a special little surprise for the glams who were a part of Los Angeles Confidential and did their part. We appreciate you. And so does Amy. And she wanted to let everybody know that you will be receiving a $20 gift certificate to receive the full size for free woohoo that's amazing if you loved it you're going to get one for free and this is just the start of our seating program and we want more we want to make it bigger we want more people to participate so um keep an eye out if y'all would if y'all would like pay for something like this like obviously not th- anything astronomical but like to get maybe products before they launch or maybe products that like We're just loving and want y'all to try. If y'all paid like 10 bucks a month to get two full-size products, would you do that? Let us know, call the hotline. This beat is automatic, supersonic, supersonic, supersonic funky, fresh.
0: Um, another one. And another DJ one. DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. And another one. This one's, one. Ex- this one's ex- I mean, they're all exciting in their own ways, but we're excited about this one. Sierra is dropping
1: a skincare line. Okay, I have to actually, um, I have to take accountability for something. What, do you remember when she mentioned that she was going to start working on a skincare line? It, it was a long time ago because we've talked it about was. it. It was. It was pandemic times. Yeah. And we were like, I don't do it. Yes. Well, I don't know about you, but I was pretty vocal in that. I'm like, why? Why? And I have to eat my words because I think this is a smart move. It, especially. Also, what are we if we can't evolve and grow <laughs>
0: everyone? You know, we're not human if that's the case. So
1: Sierra has an exclusive with Allure uh, announced on Monday that she is launching her own skincare line. It's coming out soon and it is called On a Mission. And she says that she is, uh, I always say I'm a woman of ambition on a mission. And so cute there's a few things about this particular line that I think is really smart the whole thing is based around the idea of brightening which I think is like a really interesting angle for a celebrity skincare line they also have amazing clinicals Mm -hmm. so I'm trying to think of another celebrity backed beauty line that has the clinicals that I've seen I don't think there are any, and I don't think they have any claim to be clinically, like clinical skincare. Yeah, no. mm -mm. The brand will be launching with five vitamin C-focused products. I feel like that is so interesting. I also think for a black woman like Sierra, having a brightening regimen makes sense. Definitely. Especially because it can be very difficult to deal with dark spots and hyperpigmentation when you have melanated skin. And a lot of people with melanated skin are
0: not scared – well, yeah. No, scared of using vitamin C because they could be like – or those with sensitive skin
1: and melanin. Yeah, I feel like sensitive skin, yes. But then also like, you know, a lot of times when you talk about like getting rid of pigmentation, it's always like hydroquinone is like the gold standard and – A lot of people don't want to use that, especially when you have a deeper dark skin tone because it can like bleach the skin. That's like the whole point of it. Totally. So the story says it has three different forms of vitamin C in the line. There's L-ascorbic acid, which is the most well-researched and common vitamin C in skincare products. There's tetrahexadecyl ascorbate, which is a more stable oil-soluble vitamin C. And then sodium ascorbyl phosphate, which is uh, water-soluble and gentle. And they have a peptide um, that they feature in this, and it's supposed to be collagen boosting and benefits um, uh, the vitamin C that's within the product. So also, in addition to her makeup artist, she partnered
0: with a board-certified dermatologist, Tiffany Libby. The CEO is JC Johnson, a former Sally Beauty executive with a degree in biochemical engineering from MIT and a cosmetic chemist named Maha. So I'm pretty sure the entire team is just a bunch of really badass women of color.
1: Yes, that is correct. Everybody is a woman of color. We love to see it. We love to see it. And I mean, for me, I get excited because I I love vitamin C, right? But I like – it makes me happy when – There is a brand launched from a prominent celebrity who obviously has a huge fan base and will get support from like celebrity friends like, you know, Kim Kardashian and Vanessa Bryant and things like that, but also like takes herself out of it. Right. And it's like, I don't know what I don't know. Let me
0: turn to this team of board certified dermatologists and the CEO
1: who has a degree in biochemical engineering. (laughs) You know what I mean? And also finds like a white space even though brightening products are nothing new and even though there are plenty of lines that have launched that focus specifically on vitamin c as an ingredient i do think this angle is a particular niche that people are going to gravitate towards because all of these products even though they do have vitamin c in them are meant to play well together um, or separately with other products that are in your routines I am really excited to, like, actually use this consistently in my routine. But I I have to say, like, I think that this is, like, thank God she went this direction because it could have been just. I mean, we always talk about
0: and celebrate, you know, uh, ingredient innovation and people who are coming up with these new cool ingredients that other people aren't using but you know what i appreciate the fact that she went with vitamin c tried and true and she's like i'm gonna do it better
1: yeah and has different forms of it also Mm -hmm. i mean it's not just the vitamin c like i remember when i initially got the like press release. And I saw that snow mushroom was included. I saw the green tea extract and the ceramides and things like that. Like those are ingredients that people are starting to clock and really like in their skincare routine. And those are like more, I feel like sophisticated ingredients than just like throwing vitamin C in a bunch of stuff. You know what I mean? So that partnered with the fact that she has this sounding board of, you know, women of color experts. I think that really does it for me i'm very very excited um and we'll keep you posted on yeah. how we're feeling about it so the line is available september 15th yep. on
0: all of on a missions website which by the way for short it's ohm ohm yep o-a-m-o-a-m O-A-M. ohm skin oh wait
1: how how much are the products like what's the range? okay so
0: the range is uh 28 to 62 dollars
1: okay so like Prestige, Mastige Prestige, maybe? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Finally, we have reached another TikTok trend. Sarah, have you heard of skin cycling?
0: I have. And I'm not mad at it because I didn't – I feel like we've all been doing it.
1: <laughs> Same. So <gasps> – We're just putting a name to it. Yeah. I. You brought this up to me a couple of weeks ago actually and I was like, what are you talking about? And now I see just countless TikToks every single day about skin cycling. So apparently – friend of the pod dr whitney Bowe, is the one that coined this term which i had no idea but i saw this girl let's play the TikTok. let's just play the TikTok. babe let me give you the t right now because when i tell you i have not gotten more compliments on my skin than when i started doing this a couple months ago and someone literally came up to me in person the other day and was like your skin looks like an instagram filter and it's this skin cycling it's A term coined by dermatologist Dr. Whitney Bowe, who is so completely intelligent. She's amazing. Definitely look into her if you want to start doing this. But what skin cycling is, is you chemical exfoliate one night. The next night you do retinol. And then the following two nights you do recover. So moisturizer, slugging, whatever you want to do, whatever your routine is. And then repeat it again. Exfoliation, retinol, recover, recover. It's a fucking game changer. Okay. So... I was kind of shook because this is what I'm already doing.
0: Yeah, it's by how it's how you're supposed to be using retinol.
1: I was like, is this not just a regimen? Like that's a that's a regimen. Like that's how Dr. Bo was like, okay, how do
0: I make this a trend so that everyone stops just annihilating their skin?
1: Which I respect. I I'll call it skin cycling. No, it's smart. It's so
0: smart. Sometimes we need acronyms and we need like ways to remember things. Yep.
1: This is I think it's very smart. So my example of skin cycling is I use Dr. Dennis Gross' uh, Alpha Beta Peel um, one night. And it has the two-step process, which neutralizes the peel. So it's not just like sitting on your skin. Dr. Bo says that you should use a chemical exfoliant, not a scrub. That's the point. So chemical exfoliant of your choice. Next night, retinol. I use either the tretinoin that Dr. Samuelitis prescribed me, or I use the Vegas cream, which has retinoic acid in it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a bunch of other things. And then the next two nights I'm just basically loading up on dew skin or road. Like yes. like serum and moisturizer from both lines, just like really going hard. Um obviously I'm in the testing phase of ohm on a mission right now but that's typically how I would operate and I feel like it works for my skin and I like it and it's not so confusing to say where do I incorporate this serum with this ingredient in my lineup
0: totally I know and I just love the fact that there is the importance of a recovery agreed I've been used I've been testing a bunch of stuff lately um in terms of exfoliating, I'm testing out the La Mer Peel. Oh, okay, Miss Bouge. I know. And then <laughs> on top of that, I'm not using the retinol. I'm using the Shawnee Darden Lactic Acid. Ah, uh, yes, So yes. this is like the sensitive girl <laughs> skin cycling. Yes. Um, so I don't know if Dr. Beau would recommend. Oh, I'm using the Blue Algae – sorry, the Blue Lagoon – algae moisturizer that I have been using since I got back from Iceland and it's just so delicious and then yeah that's what I've been using right now but I do feel like I like you said Kirby like I get so many questions about from people about when to exfoliate and how often so I just feel like this is a really good guide for people who are
1: confused by it all agreed agreed it's a trend that makes sense to me if you have any wifs or any questions you want us to cover on the pod, please call our hotline because we would love to answer them in an upcoming episode.
0: Thank you everyone for listening this
1: week. We will be back on Friday with another great guest interview. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. Plus, find every product we recommend on
0: our website, LosAngelesPod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts, I'm Sarah Tan, that's
1: S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms. Los Angeles was created by us, Kirby Johnson and Sarah Tan. It's part of the ACAST network and licensed by Vice Media Group. only from rustolium